0: Welcome to the Dr. Janine show. I'm Dr. Janine Bowering, naturopathic doctor. And today's topic is don't take any more vitamins until you watch today's video. So today I'm going to be breaking it down for you all about the bad vitamins, the timing, the best timing to take your vitamins, the best combinations of different vitamins, which is a question I get a lot, and some of the vitamin myths that are out there. I'm going to give you my opinion and my honest opinion based on my years years of experience as an naturopathic doctor, a vitamin formulator as well. And don't go anywhere because again, we are back live, live. And if that makes sense. And today, of course, we have our famous trivia section. So the quiz portion of the show, which comes towards the end of the show. So make sure you don't go anywhere. And this week from our great sponsors at VitaTree, we are giving away a free bottle of the vitamin B12. So we thank our sponsors sponsors, they make this show possible at Vita Tree. So this is what you will be playing for. And again, don't stress. It's all fun. It's all fun. And you know, all you have to do is attempt to answer all of the quiz questions and then you will be randomly selected if you are our lucky winner from all of our people who have participated. So make sure if you are watching on TikTok and on Instagram that you're following Team Dr. J9 so that if you are our lucky winner this week, we can reach you and make sure that we get your info so we can send that free prize to you. If you're new to my channel, welcome in. I am Dr. Janine. This is the Dr. Janine Show. Please subscribe to this channel so that you never miss a beat when we're talking all things natural and what you can do to really empower yourself over your body and get healthy and of course doing it naturally. If you do have questions and comments throughout the show, make sure that you share them in the comment section. I will periodically be looking at the commenting. Make sure you stay on live. So on Instagram and on TikTok live, stay on after the show has closed up. And I've said my goodbyes because I will stay on with you to answer a few more questions. Okay, let's get right to it. Let's talk about some of the vitamin myths that exist out there. So one of the big myths, of course, that we hear is that vitamins won't replace place a good diet. Now, will they replace a good environment? So this is sort of a two part myth in in the way that I answer this in terms of my own opinion. And it's true to a certain point that definitely vitamins won't replace a bad environment. So whether that's mental, emotional environment, what's going on, you know, and you've seen very, you know, healthy, organic eating, maybe vegetarian people that are very, you know, they look very healthy and yet if their mental status, what's going on emotionally for them is not that healthy, then they can start to develop disease and often succumb to, you know, some of the most serious diseases out there. So yes, environment does play a big part and vitamins, you know, no matter how well you're doing with your vitamins, they won't necessarily replace that. But will vitamins replace a good diet? Well, this is, in my opinion, absolutely necessary sometimes because we're not always getting all of that whole food nutrition and that nutrient density even from a healthy, good diet. So sometimes we need to fill in those blanks with some good, high quality vitamins and all of of course, all vitamins are different. So I'm gonna break that down for you today and what to look for and what not to ingest in terms of some of the toxic ingredients in your vitamins. Now, another myth that I always hear is that vitamins are not necessary. You just eliminate them out, you know, through your system and Is this a myth? Well, it really does depend on the type of vitamins that you're taking. So if you're taking a good whole food based vitamin, so that would be the difference versus a synthetic vitamin. I do believe that it's, you know, not a myth that yes, if you're taking synthetic vitamins that are laden with a lot of fillers, that yes, you will just eliminate a lot of what you're not absorbing and is there really a benefit to that and taking that type of vitamin? Is there a risk to taking that type of vitamin? Yeah, I think there is. And that's why I like to share the information that I've gathered over the years. Now, another myth is you can take far too many vitamins all at once and that is not good for you. And again, this depends, in my opinion, on the type of vitamin that you're taking. So if you're taking a whole food vitamin, which is extracted from nature's best nutrients, that's a different story. That's how Mother Nature intended for us to get our nutrients. And you can't really take too much of it. And I often explain it to people, you know, much like you go and, you know, have your your dinner and your dinner plate and you have different types of food on your dinner plate, that Usually these foods work in conjunction with one another and they help to satisfy your nutrient needs. The same with whole food vitamins, if you think of it that way. But when you're taking a cocktail of synthetic vitamins, some of which I'll show you today, some examples of those, then this can be a problem and doing the wrong combinations. And that's why I'll share today the best combinations of vitamins to take and when to take them so you can maximize your absorption of these nutrients. So yes, you can take too much of the wrong type of vitamin, especially in combination with one another. That's why you always want to look for whole food nutrients in your vitamins. Okay, so let's talk now about some of the bad vitamins. So that when we're talking about the toxic ingredients in vitamins and what to look for. So there's this big difference, as I've mentioned, between synthetic vitamins and whole food vitamins. So what does synthetic vitamin, what does that mean? Well, one example would be a synthetic vitamin C. So an example, if you may be familiar with those hard tablets, and usually this will be labeled as ascorbic acid. Now, if it doesn't exactly tell you where that ascorbic acid is coming from, then it it is synthetic derived. And usually they are using something like genetically modified corn and some acids like sulfuric acid to extract that ascorbic acid. And that can be, you know, a great indicator that this is that that synthetic vitamin C. So I don't like this as much, of course, as compared to a whole food vitamin C in which it's actually labeled that it's coming from camu camu berries, for instance, or amla berries, acerola cherries, that would be a whole food vitamin and that's the one to look for. Another good example is B vitamins. So, B vitamins are typically, again, can be in a hard tablet, could be encapsulated as well. They often smell really bad. So that is one of the big indicators of a synthetic vitamin. And it's funny because we have, you know, when I travel and I I do different demonstrations on television about, you know, the difference between synthetic and whole food nutrients. And we have a little kit and a bag that has all of these, you know, synthetic, the bad ones in them. And it just when as soon as we even open up the box in which our transporting box that that has, you know, the synthetic. Synthetic vitamins in it, all I can smell is this wafting of that synthetic B vitamin. It actually makes me feel a little bit queasy. So I, I don't know if you've experienced this as well, especially in my pregnancies. I found that. I was particularly sensitive to the smells of, you know, certain things and synthetic B vitamins was one of them. So that makes you think, and I will talk about, you know, the best prenatal vitamins and what to look for today as well. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Now another one is, and often the other thing that I want to mention about the B vitamins is that often they are derived most times from the petrochemical industry. So those synthetic vitamins, you know, not the healthiest and most natural substances to be taking. So that's why, again, if it says a B vitamin, I have different posts on this. You can look at, you know, the fine, you know, definitions of the different types of B6, the pyridoxine, what to look for in terms of those synthetic names and indicating therefore that it is a synthetic B vitamin. Now the big one is vitamin B12 now vitamin b12 what you want to look for on your labels which will indicate that it is a toxic in my opinion because i don't need to explain the fact that cyanide not the healthiest ingredient but a toxic b12 will be labeled as cyanocobalamin yes cyano starting with a c cyanide so cyanocobalamin that's a complex of the b12 plus cyanide not something that you may want to be ingesting so make sure you are checking your vitamin labels for these things i've got other more specific vitamin you know videos about these topics that you can definitely check out Now, another thing to look for in the bad vitamins are the fillers. So one of the most commonly used fillers is microcrystalline cellulose. And it is, I have an example, a big bag of it here. It is a white powder and it's quite fluffy. And basically they're using it to fill up the capsules. Now, when you're looking at your nutrient... Oh, I don't have my little jars over here, but we'll go to that in a second. As the comparison of how much we are actually using, we can see here that in the industry, what the vitamin companies are doing is they're using up to 85 95% filler of those capsules just to fill up the capsules. Whereas when you're taking hopefully, a supplement and a whole food vitamin that doesn't contain those fillers, you're getting that full nutrient density. And that's something to look for. And I can I'll come back to that and circle back to that in just a moment. But this is the big thing. This is in most of the vitamins. And if you look at your vitamin bottles, you know, whether it's now you're going to grab your vitamins, or you know, after today's program, look for this one microcrystalline cellulose. Now, another one is silicon dioxide, and its sister or cousin is titanium dioxide, which has most recently been banned in the European Union. They're phasing it out. It's been banned in France for over a year now. Silicon dioxide, very similar to titanium dioxide. And these are used, unfortunately, as desiccants. So they help to dry things out. They help with the consistency of vitamin products. And it's something, again, that you do not want to be ingesting. This is something that has questions safety concerns, and is something really not to be taken in. And often it's in beauty products as well. And in titanium dioxide is, is has been known for that. But in the entire EU, it has now been eradicated, will be phased out of production in the coming months. So that's really important to know. And silicon dioxide, very similar to that titanium dioxide. So check your vitamin labels. I mean, if you weren't told about these things, you wouldn't necessarily be looking for this, but I'm telling you, it's in most of the vitamin products out there. So you definitely want to find vitamins that do not contain these ingredients. And the big one that I've talked about on television for probably oh, about 11 years now to look for is the flow agent magnesium stearate. And a flow agent means that it helps to speed up production times. It helps to make sure that when you are encapsulating or making tablets for vitamins that those ingredients, which often can be, those raw materials can be quite sticky. And what it does is unfortunately, it can slow down production times. And that's why they'll use a flow agent to allow things to just move quickly on the machinery to be able to get those raw materials into the capsule very quickly, magnesium stearate. The label may also say on your vitamins, so it'll say non-medicinal ingredients, and it will list a bunch of these things that I'm talking about. It may say vegetable stearic acid, vegetable magnesium stearate, and making it seem like it is more natural, but in fact, it's not. And when you look at the material data safety sheet, which is, you know, important, an important document that's used in the industry in terms of safety, whether you have to wear gloves, if you have to wear a mask and, you know, safety equipment for magnesium stearate, whether it's vegetable based or not, they both are very similar in instructions for safety as this common household cleaner. So just so that you're aware, I mean, people just aren't aware of what they may be potentially ingesting in their vitamin supplements. And that's why I educate people about that. You have to make the choice for yourself. So that is very important. Now we're going to take a very short commercial break. So come on right back. And it's just a few seconds long, but I'm going to share a great demonstration about what's going on with the fillers and what to look for with especially that flow agent that magnesium stearate. So we'll see you in just a second. Okay. So coming right back and talking again about that flow agent. So that magnesium stearate and it's, you see, as it said on the material data safety sheet that I should be wearing gloves when handling that magnesium stearate. So here we go. And again, this is that flow agent that is commonly used to speed up those production times. Now we're going to do this little experiment that you've seen before. And here we go, we have that whole volcano thing, which we did in grade school. So again, looking at our baking soda and vinegar, and I would expect for that certain chemical reaction to happen, that whole volcano thing, absolutely. Now, what we're going to take a look at now is the magnesium stearate that I've used just to be able to encapsulate. So to be able to get that this case baking soda but in the industry of course in the vitamins what they're doing is they're using this to coat the vitamins whether it's the probiotics the vitamin c the multivitamin to be herbal medicines as well to be able to get all of that into the capsule and to speed up that production time they're using that magnesium stearate so again you're going to check your vitamin labels for this ingredient but because it coats so it goes on top of whatever it is used to speed up that production time. So in this case, I've used it to be able to get that baking soda into the capsule. And you can see when I open it up into vinegar, we don't get the same kind of chemical reaction you get a bit of reaction so a bit of absorption of whatever that was that was in that capsule in that vitamin but not the same because it's coated and you can actually see that that magnesium stearate is actually sitting on top of the vinegar because it's coated that baking soda so again another visuals that you can appreciate why it's important to avoid that magnesium stearate and again it had the same, you know, safety data as this common household cleaner. So just so that you're aware, please check your labels for that magnesium stearate. So you've seen me do that demo before. I have a separate video um, on my social platform, so you can definitely check that out. Okay, so I want to say a quick hello to everybody who's tuning in today. Today we're talking about bad vitamins and toxic vitamins and what to look for in your vitamins. I hope that everybody's doing great. I know that there's a a few questions coming in. So um, nice to see you all. Uh, Blue Moon Energy. Yes, I do have lists of what to look for. I believe we do have a post. And if that post hasn't been posted yet, I knew that we were creating it on on my Instagram account. So you can look for it there. Hello. And yeah, I believe it, it should be on Instagram. Hello to Sonia and Arletta on Facebook. Nice to see you. And Oh, a shout out! Arletta's son is celebrating his birthday today, so happy birthday to you. All the best wishes to you, and I hope that you have a great and healthy day, week, year, and you're always in good hands with your mom, Arletta, because I know that she takes care and she gets so much good information about natural health and what to do naturally, so happy birthday to you. Hello, hello, Jamila is here as well. Nice to see you. And 19 Unknown 1786. It's your your son's birthday as well. Well, hello, hello. And hello. Oh, that's okay. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you. Thank you to Arletta for letting us know that and happy, happy birthday. Hello, hi to Princess Eagle. Nice to see you. Thank you to everybody who's tuning in today. I know that there's some questions as well that are coming in, so it is great to have you here and I will make sure that you stay on. So on Instagram and on um, TikTok after the show closes and I will answer some questions. Okay, so let's continue on. And I want to talk a little bit about prenatal vitamins. There's a lot of misconceptions about the health of prenatal vitamins. And I know it's a little bit controversial. Um, When my patients uh, who were pregnant used to ask me these questions, okay, what's the best prenatal vitamin? Uh, And I would give them some of the information that I'm going to share right now. And I would often say, don't take prenatal vitamins. And that's what, you know, this part of the show is all about, that they would kind of give me this crazy wide-eyed look like, what do you mean don't take prenatal vitamins? And so there are concerns with prenatal vitamins, unfortunately, because most times they are made from synthetic ingredients. So that's one of the drawbacks, of course, are the synthetic vitamins often derived from the petrochemical industry. Now, another thing to look for in most prenatals is that they contain folic acid, and this is a huge controversial topic. So, you know, definitely do your due diligence on this. There's a lot of information and misinformation about the, the need for folic acid. So there's a difference in nature. It's not fol- called folic acid. It's folate, and that's what's naturally found from foliage. So from green, you know, plants... That's where we get our folate and that's natural. That's healthy. That is what is needed. Now folic acid is what is synthetically put into prenatal vitamins and other vitamins, B vitamins, of course, as well. You often in hair, skin, and nails formulations, and this is not natural. It is synthetic and it has been related to the developing of asthma in babies to mothers who took a lot of folic acid when they were pregnant. So Again, something that you don't always hear every day and prenatal vitamins are definitely recommended to most pregnant women. So it's something that I want you to, again, make sure that you're asking the right questions of your practitioners and do your own, you know, (laughs) investigation and your own research. There are also well-known carcinogenic ingredients in a lot of the conventional prenatal vitamins on the market. So you really, really have to break it down. If you are pregnant, please read all of those ingredients. Make sure there aren't the fillers. There's no magnesium stearate. Again, these are all chemicals and whatever you can do to protect your unborn child, of course, is something that you would definitely want to do. Okay. Now I'm going to continue with the common side effects of taking these synthetic vitamins and the supplements. So one of the big ones, which you may not necessarily correlate with taking the synthetic vitamins, is upset stomach. So because of the fillers, because of the flow agents, this can cause you to have an upset stomach as well as nausea. And usually the B vitamins are notorious for causing a lot of nausea, just not feeling well, not feeling 100%, not having your full appetite. That can be from your B vitamins. Remember, usually derived from the petrochemical industry, as well as the big thing with magnesium stearate is heart palpitations. So again, if you're not aware of some of these differences, and again, magnesium stearate is not the same as magnesium. Often, and I was often asked that um, question when I was away most recently in Europe. And okay, magnesium, magnesium stearate. Magnesium stearate is the flow agent. Taking a magnesium supplement is different. And I've got other videos on what to look for in a magnesium supplement, but it's not the same as magnesium stearate, which is the flow agent. And that's what you're looking for. But heart palpitations is one of those side effects of taking this as a flow agent, which could be in any vitamin product, not just in a magnesium supplement, but in any vitamin product, your multivitamin, any type of supplement or even herbal medicine or probiotic that you're taking often and most times has this magnesium steery. So watch out for that as well as constipation. So iron commonly causes that unwanted and dreaded side effect of constipation. So make sure you're taking the right type of iron. If you've got questions about that, put it in the comment section and we can help to point you in the right direction. Rashes. So you've heard me talk about the niacin flush, the niacin rash. This is very common with the B3 vitamin when it's synthetically derived and it is that niacin will cause that that niacin flush. As well as diarrhea. So diarrhea is very common, especially with detoxing and cleansing formulations. If it's not in the right ratio and, and not the right combination of the right herbal medicines in terms of detoxing and cleansing, it can be too harsh and can flush a lot out all at once and that's one of the drawbacks. Why people often are scared of doing detoxes and cleanses is because of that dreaded side effect of having the frequent bowel movements. Headaches is another common one. This can happen when you're also doing a detox or a cleanse. The fillers and some of those flow agents like the magnesium stearate, because they are chemical, ingredients, they can cause headaches as well. So just to be aware of that and acid reflux. So some of the very acidic types of vitamins like vitamin C, if it's a synthetic ascorbic acid, then that can cause acid reflux, which again, you wouldn't necessarily correlate with taking your vitamin supplements and a lot of gas and bloating. So some of the protein powders are notorious for especially the whey protein powders. If it's not the right type of filtered whey protein, then this can cause a lot of digestive upset. So yeah, so if you've been suffering from any of these symptoms, I want you to know that it could potentially be related to what you are taking in terms of your so-called natural supplements that you didn't know. So make sure that you are more aware of this. You can always refer back to today's today's show because it does live, of course, on YouTube. So make sure you refer back to it. If you're just tuning in, hello, I'm Dr. Janine. I'm talking about not taking, so don't take any more vitamins until you watch today's video. Hello to Syed and Marie on YouTube. Nice to see you on Facebook. Kimberly, Raina, Kathy, and Sylvia are all here. Hello, hello. Nice to see you today. It's so great to be back. Um, Great question on Facebook from Sylvia. What is the best way to start with vitamins? Well, it always depends on what you are trying to target with your health. And of course, there's different, you know, ways in terms of prioritizing. And I'm going to talk about some of the best combinations and best times to take, you know, the most commonly ingested vitamins in just a moment. So it depends on what you're targeting. So if you have specifically, you know, increasing your energy, maybe you have low thyroid, then you can take targeted supplements. Um, But a good all around way to sort of cover your bases is to take, in my opinion, magnesium is a big one, as you will hear me talk about in my magnesium show. So you can refer back to that fish oil, absolutely your DHA. Vitamin D, depending on where you live in the season, um, B12. I mean, there's so many, and your basic multivitamin, and of course, a whole food multivitamin is probably for most people the best place to start if you don't know where to start, because you want to cover your bases in terms of being able to get all of your antioxidants in. So I love that question, Sylvia. I yeah, I came I came full circle on my answer on that one, but yeah, a good whole food multivitamin is probably the best place to start. Um, Okay, Arletta has a question about. B12 levels? Yes. So if your B12 level is anything under 500, it could be that you are experiencing some symptoms of B12 deficiency. Getting pins and needles in your fingers is one of them. So I always um, liked when I was seeing my patients to optimize over and usually well over 500. I mean, I like to have my levels up over a thousand in terms of my B12 level, and that's a good indication of proper amounts of ingestion of B12, but also proper, of course, absorption and what's going on in terms of my absorption. There's different ways to maximize your absorption, a good quality probiotic will help your absorption of your B12, making sure that you're getting, you know, good variety of different foods that naturally will contain probiotics as well. But taking a supplement that, you know, you are maximizing your absorption of that B12 is very important as well. Okay, so we're gonna talk about the best time to take certain vitamins. I get this question a lot and I go against usually what most people say in in some categories here. So I'm just gonna put it all out there. This is what I've recommended for my patients over the years, myself, my own family, and of course, loved ones around me as well. So when do we take our vitamin D? The best time to take our vitamin D, can anybody guess? Of course, in the morning. So you want to simulate That natural sunlight exposure, of course, our UV is usually midday, so depending on which season it is, where you live, how close you are to the equator, usually the UV starts, and now we're getting some here, which is fantastic. It's almost a four-hour window here where I live at my latitude. Here in Canada, that we can actually start to make some natural vitamin D from the sunlight, which is great. But of course, we don't have that throughout the year. So, taking vitamin D in the morning is really helpful. It helps your energy levels, helps with your hormone production. So, yes, vitamin D in the morning. Vitamin B12 and your B vitamins. And I think of the B12 and the other B vitamins as, of course, the energy vitamins. I like to take them in the morning. Of course, you want to have that active energy throughout the day. So your B12 in the morning is great. Now, if you do, and here's a little caveat to that, if you do experience that mid-afternoon slump with your energy, you're looking for caffeine, you're looking for something to boost you up, then you can take your B12 there as well. So you could actually be taking it twice a day. So again, it depends on what's going on with you. But if you, whenever there's that energy slump, you want to take that B12 as opposed sometimes to going to the caffeine and the sugar and the other treats and things. Now, you don't want to take B12 too close to bedtime because it can affect your energy levels and it may actually keep you awake. Magnesium. Now, a lot of you who have been following me for a while, you know, when I prefer to get my magnesium and it goes against whatever you have usually been told or have heard or have read about, everybody says to take magnesium at nighttime and helps with sleep. I go against that I say please take your magnesium in the morning and that's because of some of the certain combinations which I'll get to in just a moment magnesium helps your metabolism you're eating your food throughout the day not when you're sleeping you want your magnesium in the morning and I'll talk a little bit about the other combination of the magnesium with some other important ingredients in the morning and why that's important but magnesium always in the morning and I'm telling you calcium closer to bedtime. So again, often calcium and magnesium are put together in a supplement and usually not a high quality supplement, which I have a tablet form here. We always know that they have to use a lot of those fillers and things to make that tablet form, but they often go together. You will not maximize the absorption of your magnesium nor your calcium if they are together. So you want to separate them out. Calcium at bedtime helps with your sleep. When you're secreting your growth hormone as you sleep, magnesium in the morning. Iron, best time, in my opinion, is in the morning. I like the energy that it gives you throughout the day. Usually you wake up and you can be a little bit in an iron deficient state, so iron goes in the morning. Thyroid support, I prefer anything to help the thyroid, especially when you're under functioning for your thyroid, closer to bedtime so thyroid goes in the evening I take my thyroid support just before bed and this is really important because your thyroid is actually most active when you're sleeping so you want to maximize and supporting that thyroid gland as you sleep you Will help to do that by taking your thyroid support closer to bedtime. Fat burners. Fat burners are best taken ideally before exercise and ideally in a fasted state. So, if you really want to ramp up your fat burning, a lot of people are planning vacations now, and really, summertime for us here in Canada is just around the corner. So, you want to max out that fat burning and that fat blasting, especially for that belly fat, take your fat burners before exercise ideally about a half an hour before exercise in a fasted state. So that means you haven't eaten for a couple of hours and then do your exercise with just the fat burner and lots of fluids in your system. You will burn that fat so much more efficiently and effectively. And what about stress supplements, anything to support the adrenals? Well, if you are going to help with your sleep, you can take something like this to to calm your nervous system down closer to bedtime. But if you need something for stress, for panic attacks, anxiety throughout the day, you can take it during the day as well. So it depends on the dosage, how much you're taking. If you're spreading out your dosage, you can take it safely throughout the day. Of course, I'm talking natural supplements here. And if you do have questions about how to do this, or you're looking for something specific, make sure you leave a comment below and we will definitely help to point you in the right direction. Okay, now let's talk really quickly about the best combinations of vitamins. So remember I I was saying about taking magnesium. So I have a great combo here. And I really like to take in the morning personally, based on my research, the fish oil. So your DHA, which I, I don't know if you can see that really here. I will hold this up. So your fish oil, which you can see here with your magnesium in the morning, and of course I'm usually taking my two magnesium in the morning, your vitamin D3, which I do have in here as well in the morning, and your lutein with your eye support vitamin in the morning, that combination is very important because all of these nutrients help one another to ensure That you have that proper connection of that sunlight coming in your eyes. This base is is based on your circadian rhythms. Now this activates your brain and your entire network to ensure that all of your hormones, everything is working as it should. All of your energy, all of your digestion—it's all about that sunlight in your eyes in the morning. So that's really, really important. So that's my combo (laughs) in the morning, and I love that combination. As well as let's talk now about your calcium. So calcium in combination. And the way that I take my calcium is actually a gummy formulation, which also has vitamin K. So vitamin K is very important for the proper absorption of your calcium. So that combination for me, again, I do this closer to bedtime, is the best way to go. Another very important combination is your vitamin C and iron and of course a whole food iron complex and your vitamin C not synthetic vitamin C I'm talking and this is a whole food vitamin C combination again from nature's best superfoods that are naturally high in that vitamin C and taking it with your iron will help to maximize the absorption of that iron so that's a really important combination and zinc plus copper so that important ratio of zinc and copper together. Plus, of course, quercetin. Quercetin is a zinc ionifer, helps with the absorption. If you missed my whole zinc show, make sure you check it out on YouTube. You can learn a lot about and this combination of zinc plus copper for the immune system. Very, very important. But in a 12 to 1 ratio of your zinc to copper, that's very, very important okay so we're gonna talk really quickly coming back to pregnancy your best vitamins for pregnancy of course are your DHA so that very important omega-3 for the brain and spinal cord development of the child very very important but for mom as well Magnesium is very important in pregnancy and iron because a lot of women do, myself included, you know, suffered from severe iron deficiency in all of my pregnancies. I wish I had my whole food iron complex at the time. I didn't, but I developed it, you know, soon after, of course, giving birth four times um, to be able to help women in terms of being something very gentle on the stomach to help with that iron deficiency in pregnancy. So, okay. You stay tuned, we're at quiz time now, yes? K and D3 together. It can be done. It depends though when you're taking your K. So I like my vitamin K with my calcium closer to bedtime. You could do it together. And a lot of people do take their vitamin K with their vitamin D. And again, vitamin D earlier in the day to help with your circadian rhythms and the timing of the utilization of that vitamin D. So that's a great question. Okay, we're at quiz time. Hello, hello. Is everybody ready? Everybody's been very patient. I had a lot to say today. So are we ready? We are playing For, of course, the B12 from our great sponsors at Vitatree. Today, we talked all about don't take any more vitamins until you watch today's video. So, if you need to refer back to it, it does live live on, well, not live, but it does live on YouTube after the fact, also on Facebook. And, of course, thank you for tuning in on TikTok and on Instagram. Now, after we close the show, make sure you're staying tuned on TikTok and on Instagram. I will answer a few questions and say hello because it's been a while since I've been here. And, Someone is here from, is it Vero or Vero Beach, Florida? Nice to see you. I hope it's nice and sunny where you're at and you got that natural sunlight in your eyes this morning for your circadian rhythm. So are we ready for quiz time? Mm -hmm. I think we're ready. Okay, I need to see the questions, please. Yeah, thank you. So, yep. Here we go, true or false, question number one. So just do your best, participate in all the questions. Even if you don't get it right, it doesn't matter. Just do your best, you will be randomly selected from everybody who is taking part today to win the prize. Okay, true or false? To avoid caffeine withdrawal headaches from coffee or tea, decrease your regular consumption by a half a cup per day. True or false? This is something that I've talked about in last week's show. Raina, good try. Malberg, good try. Jamila, good try. Um, students of Style, good try. Indian Trini, good try. C Mestro, good try. Brent, good try. Steve Backup, good try. Ha, 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 ha. I'm so happy. Oh, somebody got it? Somebody got it? Ah, Chell1116. Good job Instagram all good tries this was a trick question guys i even got my producer on this question she thought i was wrong but i was correct and that was i said ah guy too yes good job nadia got it on instagram Good job. Thank you, Raina, for all the likes that are coming in. Thank you, everybody. 7.3K likes. Thank you. Whoever's double tapping, please, everybody, double tap your screen. Give me like 10 taps right now. Thank you, everybody, for doing that and sending all those hearts. I love to see those flowing. Uh, trying to live my best. I like your handle name. Awesome. Job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Anybody else? What's that? do you put the answer? What do you mean? Oh, you put the answer on Instagram. Ah. Okay, Nadia, thank you. Good job, everyone. So the answer is false. So what I had shared in terms of what you should do is decrease your regular consumption by a half a cup per week, not per day. Per per day is almost a guarantee that you're gonna get those caffeine withdrawal headaches. So half a cup per week to avoid those headaches. Okay, question number two. Name a mineral that helps keto headaches. Again, something that I talked about in last week's show. Name a mineral that helps keto headaches. Um, Louis Birdie, yes, that's a good answer, absolutely. Brent has, has the crying face, laughing emoji. I like that. Dawnsell56, hey, nice to see you. Good job, good job. Thank you, Raina, for the likes. I see those coming in. Awesome. Thank you, thank you. Ah. Yep, Brent has it as well. Melbird has it, good job. Hayes Child 9. Kale Gray, K2N 60, KQN 68, good job. Hayes Child 9, good job. Liz I'm Rocky, how are you? Jamila, good job, good job. Yes, Juliana See, Mastro, all good answers. Reyna, good job. Spud1920 has it, hi, good, good job. Anybody else? So there's a few correct answers here. Essential Pro, I like that answer, good. Uh, Louie Bird, Birdie, um, yeah, maybe it's not. Yeah, okay, you're talking about the previous question perhaps. Um, yes, oh, two answers from trying to live my best. Good job on TikTok, nice, nice. Um, sorry, I haven't been looking over here at uh, Arletta. Yes, Kathy, good job. Sonia, yes, good job. I'm so sorry that I, Dylan, good job. Marie, good job on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in everybody. Sorry, I neglected to look over here. Um, Good job, everybody. Kathy, I think I said yes. Sonia, good job. Anybody else? Carla, good try. Um, I was looking for, so minerals to help the keto headaches, magnesium, sodium, potassium. Those would be the big ones, the big electrolytes. So whoever said electrolytes was good. B12, Carla would help as well. That is a, um, it is a vitamin, not a mineral, but yeah, good job. Good answers, everybody. Okay, um, here we go. Are we ready? Question number three, true or false? Placing an ice pack on the carotids, so the carotid arteries, can help exertion headaches, true or false? something else that I talk. Thank you, Saskia. I see your likes coming in. Thank you. Thank you. Steve, good answer. That was quick. Um, sorry. Oh, paravide was a good answer for the electrolyte question. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's That's very, very good. KQN68 has it. Carla, you're doing a great job, Carla, on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Kale Gray has it. Nadia has it, Raina has it, Shay, 2350, Sherry, 1116, um, Jamila, Donsal, Seamestro, Brent, uh, Steve had it right off the bat. Good job, everyone. Trying to live my best. Good job. Liz and Rock. Good job. Um, very good. Thank you Brain Brainpower9. And I saw somebody else was saying, Reina, of course, sending the likes. Somebody else popped up there for a second that was sending the likes. So keep doing it. And I'll see your name again. Malbert, thank you for the likes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. And there was uh, Jennifer loves you. Nice to see you. Thanks for tuning in. You're just in the quiz section of my show, Deep Organic. Good job. Um, Sabita has it as well. Good job, everybody. Uh, Marie has it on YouTube. Good job. Kathy on um, Facebook. Sonia, good job. Arletta, good job. All on Facebook. Thank you, guys. Good job. Carla, good try. So the answer is true. Yes, putting an ice pack on the carotids. Um Usually towards the front of the neck, right-hand side is where I used to do it. It really helped me in hot yoga classes. The back of the neck will help as well. Okay, question number four. In mind-body medicine, what could a sinus headache represent? Something else I talked about last week. In mind-body medicine, what could a sinus headache represent? This is a bit tricky if you didn't watch my show. Any any tries here? Thank you. Oh, brain power nine. Thank you for the likes, Don Sol. Thank you for the likes. I see them. I see it It was brain power nine that I, I brain power. It's funny. I couldn't remember. I saw it flash up and then I couldn't remember. <laughs> That's uh, ironic, is it not? Brain power nine. <laughs> uh, Louis Birdie. Um, not the answer that I had discussed in my previous show, but that is a good try. Absolutely. Um, KQN68, good try. Uh, uh, Carla, you started taking more vitamins in the last two weeks and I have this topic. Yeah, great. I'm glad that you're learning. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, you can always refer back to it on YouTube. So if, you know, if you're new to watching and and seeing my content, there's, there's a lot that we covered today. So, um. It's, it's great to have you here. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Saskia, you missed the last show. It, oh, it's okay. It's okay. KQN? Oh, yeah. I like that answer. That's actually very good. I haven't actually seen, uh, Jamila, good try. Raina, good try. Shay, uh, Maestro. good, good answer. Everybody, good tries. It's not the one that I talked about. I know this was, this was a little bit more difficult, this question. I had a few tricky ones this week. Um babyjoy 801. <laughs> I like that answer. <laughs> it's very relevant. That's that's a good one. Everybody watching on TikTok. If you look at uh Baby Joy's 801 answer, inflation, she says. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh-huh. That's a good one. I have to take that as a yes. That's a good one. Um Hayes Child 9, good try. Uh Liz M Rock, you missed the show. It's okay. Uh Malbert, that's a great answer. Um it was an error in typing, but hey, there's no such thing as a coincidence. That was a great answer. Um, anybody else? Anybody else? Allergies, that's a, that's a good try, Arletta. Sinus infections. Okay, mind-body medicine. What could a sinus headache represent? An irritation to one person. So there's someone that irritates you on in the mind-body sphere. That can cause sinus headaches. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? Okay, last and final question true or false? This one's so easy. EMFs can cause headaches. <laughs> Thanks for the likes, brain power. I see them. I see them. Oh my goodness. Thank you. 12.7K likes. Thank you. Steve is very quick today. Wow. Don Sol, good job. Um, Brent, good job. Jamila, good job. Of course. Good job. Harvarinder is here. Hey, nice to see you. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, good job. Lots of all good answers on Instagram. Thank you, everybody who has tuning in, tuned in. Sonia, Arletta, good job on Facebook. And Marie had a great allergy answer for the previous question, I believe. Um, anybody else? Kathy, Sonia, yes, they, you are all doing very well. Essential Pro, good job. Elsie Castles, hi, nice to see you. Uh, Hayes Trial, good job. Baby Joy, good job. Um, trying to live my best, good, good, good. Anybody else? Yes, the answer is true. EMFs definitely can cause headaches. So if you miss my shows on EMFs, make sure you check them out. Educate yourself how to limit, decrease your exposure to EMFs and how that can help your health overall. So today I talked all about don't take any more vitamins until you watch this video. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you do have further questions and comments about today's video, please leave it in the comment section below. Be sure to share this video as well and give me a big thumbs up. Thank you for all those likes that came in on TikTok. I truly appreciate all of your support of this program so that we can continue to do it week after week, which it is if you're just tuning in for the first time today, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. is when we have the Dr. Janine Show. So make sure you tune in next week. Make sure that you subscribe to my channel and turn on the post notifications by clicking that bell. Everyone has a calling in life. And one of mine is to educate you how to live your life in tune and in line with nature. Thanks for watching.